Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. My guest today is an Armenian immigrant raised by a single mom who built a seven-figure business in under five years, and she's here to give us some tips. Welcome to the show, Mani Bailey Sarkisian. Essentially, what drove me to start my own business was the fact that I immigrated from Armenia to the United States, and I found out very quickly that my extensive experience in business consulting, live music management, marketing, project management, human resources consulting had little to no value in this industry. And I kept being offered positions that were devaluing the skill set and the experience that I can bring to the table. And I ended up deciding that if there is no table where I can sit where I belong, then I should create a space for myself. And I started my first business at that time, which now became one of my biggest businesses, helping with influencer marketing and talent booking and helping bridge the gap between the brands and influencers and creators and working together. Later on in the game, I also opened up Station Rope, which is a consulting firm. And the reason for that is because during my 10 years of working with different brands and businesses, I realized that as a consultant, I have been helping men-led, men-operated, men-funded businesses. And this was my way of evening out the playing field and allowing women to have access to a similar quality service that men-led businesses have in the industry right now. What I did in the beginning is I think what everybody would do in my position, which is finding an alternative source of income to be able to build the business and focus on it without being stressed out. I found a temp agency. I started working with them full time. At some point, I realized that working in the evenings was not contributing to my business and I needed to be there at an early hours as well. So I transitioned into writing for a ride sharing app. It allowed me to have a flexible schedule where I was able to work on my business when I was actually needed. I waited out until I made $800 a month for three months in a row through my business, which showed me that if I'm spending a few hours a day on working on that business, if I quit and I start working on my business full time, there was a proof of concept that it can be done. So that's when I transitioned into a full-time position with my business. It allowed me to have no stress while I was building. And I think this is a very important point because sometimes when we start the business, we think about getting new clients, selling and selling and selling. And we get stressed out because we have all our eggs in one basket of a business that might not be working at that time yet. With this, I was able to build my business on my own terms at my own pace. The other thing that I did was not going after the shiny objects, which I honestly not, did not do a very good job with. I know we think that in the beginning, because when we start the business, we want the stationery and the business cards and the cute little things that the business can offer. I have a pack of business cards that I ordered five years ago, and that whole pack has been sitting in my drawer ever since. I think pacing myself was one thing that I definitely had a hard time with because I got so excited. But what I would say that I did, what helped me the most was 
having all that experience that I brought on because in the early stages, you really don't have enough capital to be able to outsource different functions of your business. So what was important was A, being able to prioritize money-making tasks over a redundant or shiny tasks that were on my table. And then the second was understanding that there are differing things that you will need to do on your own. I did build my first website by myself through a website builder, which was a very easy thing to do. And it cost me only $12 a month, which was not a big number at that time. So there are alternatives to hiring out. And when I grew, that's when I hired a website designer and a branding person that were able to come into my business and build a better structure when I was already growing. It's easy to hire out. It's easy to build when you have a sustainable income supporting your business. So the biggest success for me was my sales. And I have been providing sales training for corporations before. So it came very naturally to me when I was selling my services and my offers. I never felt uncomfortable jumping on a call with people. I never felt uncomfortable, salesy, sleazy, or whatnot when it came to articulating the value of my offers and services. I never felt like I'm doing a disservice to the clients by offering them something. So that was what drove the business and has been driving the business for the past five years. The biggest failure that I had was unpreparedness. I wasn't ready to hire when I did. When I finally had enough money to hire somebody to support me in my business, I was so excited that not only I hired almost like the first person that came through the door, but I also did not have any systems or processes in place to fully onboard them confidently. And I ended up hiring somebody that I wouldn't have enough work for them to do. And I didn't provide them with enough training for them to understand where to take something off of my plate or to pick up my slack. So the biggest thing, I definitely think the biggest failure was my first hire. The first thing that I would recommend to anybody who's starting business is write down your business plan. And I don't mean just to have your vision written down somewhere. I mean an actual business plan. Make sure that you have a space where you articulate the value of your business, of your offers, of your services, of your product, because it's not just the elevator pitch. It's not, you don't need the business plan only when you're finding investors. This is also something for you to come back while you're growing and to reflect on it and think, does this really help me? Is this really where we're going? And do the steps that I'm taking contribute to building this business plan? What I would say, go to Creative Market. They have incredible amount of templates, very affordable templates, both for social media and for different website builders, presentations and things of that nature. So things that need designing that can take designing off of your plate. Canva is an incredible resource, but it takes me forever to put something together because I am very picky about stuff. So Creative Market has been very helpful for me to find different things so I don't have to worry about creating content, to worry about creating the website and whatnot. Another thing I would say is make sure that you're writing down every single thing in your budget and what you're spending on. Sometimes when it comes to software, we get very excited in business. And we start signing off for $2 here, $7 there, $27 there, and we don't realize how much it actually piles up. Definitely get a domain for yourself. Make sure that when you're sending out different pitches or different things, you're not using your Gmail account, you're using your business account to make sure that you're making a good impression on people as well. What I would recommend the most is make sure you're attending to your own needs. So 
time management is a big thing for me. I schedule times through the year when I'm going to take vacations. I schedule times through the day when I'm taking breaks. I have everything planned on my calendar, even the small things. I use time blocking as an option for me to make sure that I have enough time. Take care about your mental health and physical health. Make sure that you're taking breaks, but also be able to prioritize the tasks that you are doing within the time frame that you have to work on your business. So one of the reasons why Stacia Rogue was actually created is as a tribute to my mom. She's a single mom who created the life for me and my brother. And this is my way of paying my respects to her. Because of that and because of our mission, there are a few things that we do to contribute to women in business and to help them. A, there is a business progress assessment tool on the website, stationroof.com, where you can go fill out a few questions and get a custom plan, three things that you need to do for your to move the needle forward in your business at the stage that you're in. The second thing is the easy fixes that will have additional templates and resources. Nothing fluffy, just an actual workbooks, actual templates, actual plug and plays. And a third if you want to work with us, there is a space on the website where you can apply to work. You can book us for your projects and for your growth. But what I would also say is that if you or any of your friends want to hire a strategist or a consulting firm, but they don't have the resources to afford them at this moment, we do have an application form for scholarships as a part of our mission for every client that we bring on the consulting side. We're giving out a business intensive for women who want to start their own businesses. So if this is you or one of your friends, go check it out and apply over there. I love the insight Manny shared, particularly in relation to avoiding shiny object syndrome, budgeting, time blocking, having a domain name and website, and having an alternate source of income as you build your business. These are all things I have done myself and encourage others to do as well. To learn more about Manny, the website again is stationrove.com. That's S-T-A-T-I-O-N-R-O-V-E.com. And I'll have show notes at thesarahstjohn.com forward slash Maney. That's M-A-N-E. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack. Connect with fellow listeners. Share your thoughts on episodes. Engage in meaningful discussions including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.